You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Brad. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy, and that you had a wonderful Christmas. We are broadcasting from Orlando, Florida right now, where it is semi-sunny. It actually is has been a little bit cold the last few days. It's now in the 70s, which by the time we leave, it should be nice and perfect weather, but it has a little bit of a breeze. This is episode 578, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. And just as a side note, in case you hear kids screaming or helicopters in the background, that's because we're out here on the deck. So it's, it is what it is, but we wanted to let you know that in case you hear some sounds that you're not normally used to. Today, we'll be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news to try and help your week be more magical. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Contact us today. So a couple weeks ago, we reported to you that a scrim was covering the Magic Kingdom Railway. And if you remember, I was pretty upset about this because the scrim was like a plain brown that was placed over the top of it. And I was worried that it was going to ruin the pictures for guests that were coming at Christmas or around Christmas. But luckily, Disney made me really happy, and I'm sure other people too. They painted the scrim so that it looks like the Magic Kingdom Railway, what it was before they did refurbishments. So the pictures make it look like it's still there to some extent. You can tell it's a scrim, Um, but it doesn't look just this plain brown rectangle over the top of the railway. I personally am excited because I can't wait to see what they're going to do to jazz up the Magic Railway for the 50th anniversary. Yeah, it does change the look of the entrance to have that scrim around it. But um, I think it turned out as well as it could have. I do think it looks pretty cool given what it could have been. Otherwise, I think they did the best they could with what they were given. It made a good backdrop, even though we did not go to the parks for this trip. This is just like a visiting and easing my mom into the Disney bubble trip um, in a pandemic situation. We were able to take a friendship boat over to the Magic Kingdom entrance and take her picture in front of it. And I think it looks really good in the pictures. So that is really what I was mostly worried about because I know that's a famous picture spot for people when they come to visit. All right, moving on, next piece of news. Peter Pan's flight has always been very popular at Magic Kingdom. So in order to keep everyone safe, Disney added an upper piece of plexiglass in the queue area. Now the additional barriers are attached to the existing railings and the pre-existing shields break up the gray divider panels. So, again, another example of just things they're trying to add. To To make make things more safe. Correct. 
The dividers that were added to the monorail system about six months ago just recently had to have two moon shapes cut out of the top of them. A cast member said that the divider had to be altered to make way for the fire suppression system that had been built into the ceiling. To us, it just looked like two little screws at the top of the roof, but in fact, it is used to emit a fire retardant mist in the case of a fire on the monorail. And also, I don't believe that we reported on this, but when we went to climb aboard the monorail this week, we noticed that it had been refurbished. The hard plastic benches that we used to sit on had been padded and covered with gray washable material. So it was a nice surprise to have a little more comfortable place to ride on the monorail this time around. And that little bit of a refurbishment really made a nice update for the monorail. Yes. So we have some sad news this week out of Disneyland. A Disneyland cast member has passed away from complications from COVID. Um, He worked in the entertainment division, including parades and stage shows at Disneyland. Uh, One of his friends, Amber Campos, started a GoFundMe page, and she was just trying to raise like $1,000, and the last I saw, it was nearing $9,000, so that's amazing. But here's what she had to say about her friend. Michael was loved by so many. So many lives did he touch with laughter and hope, from weddings to parades and phone calls to come in for a shift. He was a friend, brother, sweetheart, hard worker, best friend, work husband, son, dancer, singer, and performer. He was so many things to so many different people. These funds will go to his family and hopefully bring some hope at this time. Michael, it was an honor to be one of your leads, but to also work alongside you. So much love for you. Rest in peace. I just thought this was so sad. There's just been so many sad things coming from Disneyland with it not reopening and now to have lost one of their cast members. And they never did say his age. I looked around, but I couldn't see it. But he didn't look much older than 25 if he was that. So it made me sad to lose anybody, but especially a young person. Yeah, that's very sad. So we'll go on to a little more positive news than that story. Um... Walt Disney World has filed multiple permits for quote-unquote general construction on Cinderella Castle at Magic Kingdom. Both permits list 1400 Magic Kingdom Drive as the location, which is the official address of Cinderella Castle. Icarus Exhibits, Inc. is the contractor on the first permit. And so Icarus Exhibits, Inc. have also worked on Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, and Tron Light Cycle Run. And although the permit just lists construction, Icarus Exhibits Inc. specializes in set piece fabrication and installation. The second permit lists Coastal Steel Inc., which implies there will be some sort of steel infrastructure involved. It's likely that whatever this construction is, it's going to be related to the Magic Kingdom's 50th anniversary makes me wonder if they're going to do something it says cinderella's castle but that can include the platform where they do all the performances so i'm wondering if they're going to do some grand yes stage stuff for the 50th anniversary that makes sense to me i hope so i hope they really do it up for the 50th anniversary yeah we need something to lift our spirits after 2020 yes So on Tuesday, December the 22nd, the entrance found at Epcot that we've been giving little information about along the way was finally revealed. It features three Lucite pylons, and a couple weeks ago we saw the water running from the fountain, so we knew that it was just a matter of time before we were going to see the fountain. 
we can um, now see that our guests can now see the fountain. We actually did not go to Epcot, but guests can now see that in all their glory because the construction walls have been removed. Thank goodness. The fountain was the last major component of Epcot's new entrance that needed to be completed. And over the past few months, we've also seen refurbishments being done to the East Security Pavilion, as well as a new color scheme for the ticketing booth. While there's still going to be construction at Epcot, I know we're all shocked by that, the fountain has now been revealed, which opens up a view to the spaceship Earth that we couldn't see before because they have taken those walls down. So it's more of a straight through view like we're used to seeing when we enter the parks. Um, if you've not been there this year at all, it's kind of like a maze when you say that. Yeah. Like it literally had these walls up and you either went left or you went right. And I know it was like that before, but it was very confined, almost like you are a human rat and you're trying to get to a piece of cheese. You know what they say, you can go anywhere you want in a maze as long as you stay in the maze, right? <laughs> it's, so. It still is a maze, but luckily those have been removed. So now you can kind of see more of what's there. It's really opened it up. So I think that's a good thing. So given this past week, we had Christmas. The crowds were actually down at Disney World just a few days before Christmas. It seems that there was more room for guests, which means that the wait times were not as long for rides and attractions. And we were actually here on Christmas Day and noticed that the longest wait time was about 45 to 50 minutes at midday. So that's far less than what we've seen at Disney World on Christmas Day in the past. And some of the rides only had wait times of 10 or 15 minutes. So that's not typical of a normal year. Obviously this year is not normal in any sense, but we just thought that was interesting that uh, some of those were so reduced and the wait times were so low. Uh, the one blogger we watched, he came on Christmas day in the afternoon into the evening and he was basically walking on rides. He got on Seven Dwarfs, basically walked on, I believe. So it was kind of crazy on Christmas Day. So I'm gonna go back to Epcot for a minute and talk more in depth about the construction updates. So they've diligently been working on the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. I'm sure they're trying to get that done for 2021. That makes us excited. I know my kids are super excited, Kaylee and Joey. They wanna ride that ride so badly. Uh, we were driving by Epcot yesterday and Joey was flipping out because he couldn't believe how big the building was for that ride and it is kind of overwhelming. It's taller than the orb which is kind of interesting to us. Um, work is continuing on the play pavilion slowly but surely. That doesn't look like it's going to be taken down anytime soon. There has been workers spotted in a man lift near the skylights at the pavilion's base over at Innovations East. The reconstruction inside the building shell continues with work actively happening in the ceiling most of those days. And one of the windows in the large saltwater tank in the sea pavilions is still closed for maintenance. There's really no updates yet on how long that's gonna remain closed. In the France pavilion, the metal grates surrounding the trees have been removed. They had been replaced by painted wooden discs. And hopefully the grates will be returned at some point. At the Seas Pavilion, we also found a tank dressed up for the holidays. The tank was in the nursery section and was really in the traditional Christmas spirit. So there's lots going on at Epcot. Um, so you will still find construction if you come to the park. But I feel like they're doing a good job or they're trying to move as expeditiously as they can to get things finished. So switching 
gears a little bit to internal Disney organizational news. Alan Bergman, he's now the sole chairman of the Walt Disney Studios, taking over that position from Alan Horn. This is just one of the many moves in the Walt Disney Company's major restructuring. And so last year, Bergman was promoted to co-chairman alongside Horn, who gained the additional title of chief creative officer. And prior to this, Bergman was the president of the Walt Disney Studios from 2004 to 2019. Horn has been the chairman since he joined the company in 2012 and will remain with the studio as chief creative officer. The Walt Disney Studios achievements under the leadership of Alan Horn and Alan Bergman have been nothing short of extraordinary. And CEO Bob Chapek said, quote, having worked closely for years with Alan Bergman, an exceptional leader and proven executive, I couldn't be more pleased to name him as chairman. And we are incredibly fortunate to have Alan Horn continue as the studio's chief creative officer. Our studios are unmatched in their ability to create incredible cinematic experiences. And with this new structure, we're ensuring a vital continuity of leadership, end quote. As the chairman, Bergben is going to oversee creative production, marketing, and operations for Disney Studios content, which encompasses the world-renowned production studios, Disney. Walt Disney Animation Studios, Pixar Animation Studios, Marvel Studios, Lucasfilm, 20th Century Studios, Searchlight Pictures, and Blue Sky Studios, as well as Disney Theatrical Productions. And as the Chief Creative Officer, Horn will focus on the creative aspects of the studio's content pipeline, working in partnership with Bergman on its creative approach. And since they've already been working together so well, or at least it appears that way, I yes. feel like this is, was a really smart move on Disney's part. Yeah, all of these things that they talked about in this article, it's not uncommon for these organizations to do some switch-ups, especially bring in people back into the mix who may have done that role before and they know who's, they know that they're good at it. Maybe try to infuse them along with other people to give them kind of a, a pairing to lead for a while to see if they can, you know, create some synergy going forward because... All businesses are looking to try that now with all this stuff going on. They're doing anything they can to keep things fresh. So I think that's just what they're trying to do. So we have great news, or it's great news to us. I know we've been sad about things that have been going on in the Disney Corporation, and so I just want to talk a little bit about the fact that Disney has called some more cast members back to work here in Florida. Since Disney announced that they were raising their capacity rates to 35%, Disney has become busier than it, than it has been since July, obviously. So this is great news for cast members that were laid off because Disney started to recall them. They have not announced how many cast members that they've recalled, but this gives us hope that they're going to have more recalled. We continue to pray for these Disney cast members, and we hope that Disney continues to stay busy so that they can all return to their jobs and take care of their families because we know how hard it is to take care of a family and to have to worry about your job and the source of money where it's going to come from to take care of that is just unbelievably hard. Very stressful. Has to be incredibly stressful. So with the Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover having been down for most of the year, you know how I feel about that. It's my favorite ride. We've eagerly been anticipating its return. So thankfully, we may have gotten an indicator that it may come sooner rather than later. 
The final pair of upper support columns surrounding the track have been remodeled and repainted to match the new white color scheme that's been added around Tomorrowland, seemingly bringing the project to a close. We don't know, we'll see. Now, just days ago, a cast member was spotted testing out a vehicle on the track, suggesting that the attraction could finally open for the first time since March. Currently, the attraction is scheduled to reopen on January 9th. Now, this makes me super happy because obviously this is my very favorite ride, and I miss riding it when Vicki and I took our trip back in October. It was, yeah, it did make him sad to walk by there and not see people lining up. Even I watched a blogger this week that's, that was reporting a little bit about this and was saying that the popularity of this ride has grown so much in the past five to ten years. It used to be pretty much a walk-on ride, and even though in the holidays there was sometimes a line, but now... Like, I guess Brad's talked it up too much or something. I'm not sure what it is. See, people are discovering the magic of the people mover. <laughs> and it is a Walt design. That's something that we know he wanted. So that helps. Like I said, the only thing that makes that ride better or that could make that ride better is if you make it to go around the entire Magic Kingdom. I would pay a premium price to ride that thing all day long around the park. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they're missing out. I would pay extra money on top of my ticket. They're missing out. <laughs> um, why we've been here, this was also in mini Disney news this week, is that the two-sided Disney puzzles are here. Yep, you heard me correctly. This is for all my puzzle friends out there. We did some puzzles at the beginning of the pandemic as a family. This, I'm not sure we're up for, Brad. These puzzles have two different pictures on each side. The problem is... The color schemes are very similar. So I'm not sure how we would do on this, trying to put this puzzle together. For example, um, I saw the up one, and I think that that may be a future gift for you just because my mom knows how much you love up. It was uh, Mr. Fredrickson and Ellie. That one was in celebration of the 10th anniversary of the movie Up. But there were two different scenes of them. One was by their mailbox, and one was them just hugging and so that's on both sides of the puzzle. You have to figure out which puzzle you're trying to do. And I just feel like that would really be tricky. But these puzzles also, they have a Disney Cats and a Disney Dogs one and Pirates of the Caribbean. There were a few more, but those are the three that I actually saw at the World of Disney when we were there on Christmas Day. My only fear with puzzles is that you're going to buy these 1,000 piece, 5,000 piece puzzles and you're going to get to the end and you're going to be almost... You're on 4,998 or 99, and you're going to be like, okay, where's the final piece? And you won't ever be able to find the final piece. The dog ate it. So I would be very mad if I got to the end, which this has actually happened to us. We get to the end, and we're like, we're missing a piece. That's my only thing with puzzles. Nonetheless, if you are a puzzle, avid puzzle doer, putter together, however you want to say it, um, I would encourage you to do that. It's a nice, fun, relaxing way for family to hang out. Um, maybe I shouldn't say relaxing. Sometimes it can get frustrating. It's very tedious sometimes. It's good for your brain, though. I'll take your word for that one. <laughs> Although the famous gingerbread house at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa was canceled, a miniature chocolate version of the house is on display in the Grand Floridian Cafe. 
The Chocolate House is almost a perfect recreation of the annual gingerbread house, with many of the tiny details that make the house memorable. Santa Claus is on the roof of the house, ready to climb down the chimney, and of course there's poinsettias everywhere. The chimney even has a puff of smoke emerging from it. Some toy soldiers and a polar bear are standing on the house's balcony. The Grand Floridian Bakery even recreated the sign that lists the gingerbread house's ingredients and, impressively, the Grand Floridian's signature lobby carpeting. The balcony wraps around the side of the house. The back of the house looks a little different than the usual, almost life-size version since it doesn't have the built-in sweets stall. There's also a hidden Christmas tree surrounded by presents in the roof. Happy Holidays is on the back of the house as well. Unfortunately, a lopsided sign lets us know that this chocolate sculpture was hand-decorated by the Grand Floridian Bakery. If you're dining in the Grand Floridian Cafe, you can see it. And lucky for us, we did dine at Grand Floridian this week. And I know Vicki and Kathy, her mom, really love seeing it and taking pictures. It was very cool. I really liked the life-size one, but I liked this one even better, I think, because the detail of it... I appreciate the detail in the big one. However, because this is a smaller structure, I feel like they had to be even more detailed with yes. how they did everything and to make room for it. I will post some pictures on our Mousecapades page in the next week or so. Disney antenna toppers have been a staple at Disney World retail locations for years. We've had them. Um, we've lost some to tree branches along the way or people have taken some, I guess, that because we've been in stores and then come out and the Mickey piece will be missing. So I decided somebody else needed magic more than we did if they take it. But um, they're just a fun way to give a Disney touch to your car and let people know that you like Disney. Well, there is a new four-piece set of antenna toppers that you can get. It has the famous Mickey ice cream bar with the bite out of an ear, a Cinderella's castle, a red Mickey balloon with Mickey's face on it, and the traditional black Mickey head. And you can get all four of them for just $17.99. And I just thought that's an amazing way to show your Disney love, even when you're not in Orlando. But wait, there's more. There is? Are you just being funny? You said for $17.99. You know how it is, those commercials. Right. But wait, there's more. There's not more in this case, but it does sound really cool. The movie Soul came out this past Friday on Christmas Day. We actually watched this movie, and Joey and I really liked it. And we're not going to give any spoilers, but we were a little surprised about the movie. Again, we liked it. Vicky and her mom watched it with us. They both said it was good, but it wasn't their favorite Pixar movie. I think it's not my favorite either. I don't think it's Joey's either, but we liked it. Um, Vicky said that she would like to watch the movie again a couple of times because a lot of times when you watch it more times, it'll grow on you and you'll notice things you didn't notice the first time. So if you had not heard already, there are many Easter eggs in this movie. And after you've watched it through, you'll probably want to Google soul Easter eggs so you can find out where they are. You don't want to do it before you watch it, though, and ruin the movie. But give it, give it a watch. It's a good movie. It's solid. But I think some of the theming be a little bit hard for a kid to, to grasp. I did read um, an article this week. I think it might have been out of the Orlando Sentinel. I'm not sure. I don't want to misquote, but... They were saying that they thought this movie was more for 
uh, maybe preteen and up because some of the things are going to be really hard for the little kids to grasp. But it does seem that they try to cover all areas. So maybe a child would like it and we just, we're not a child, so we can't see it from that perspective. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see when I get back from Christmas break, how many of my students have watched it and, and I'll be able to tell if they say, yeah, I didn't like that movie. Then I'll know that it really was. But um, it's a, I mean, it's something that you definitely need to watch. You don't want to miss out on. It's just also fun to see how detailed and all the technological things that Pixar does better and better for each movie that they make. I mean, I know that's what you and Joey watch it for also. Yes, the animation was incredible. You have to pinch yourself sometimes when you're watching these movies now to think, I'm watching an animated film. It's so realistic looking. Um, the only downside I would say about Soul is I was expecting more focus on the music. I mean, there was there was obviously focus on the music, but I, I just expected to be a lot more focused on the music. And it was very story-heavy, which Disney and Pixar is all about the story. I know that. But as a music person, I was kind of looking forward to more, to more music from this film. So this week, Disney released a Disney Cruise Line commercial with guest shown wearing dun-dun-dun face masks. The new com commercial reflects the new health and safety guidelines that are being implemented across all the Disney parks. And it shows families wearing face masks throughout the common spaces, shown without ma face masks in areas like pools and water slides, where those won't be required. In the restaurants, though, the servers will be wearing ma masks and face shields, as well as the guests, and unless they're eating. At this time, Disney has canceled all their cruises through March 2021. However, guests can still book cruises into 2022. I think that Disney just wants us to know that there is a very strong possibility that this mask wearing is not going away anytime soon, and rightfully so right now because the numbers seem to be fluctuating up and down, up and down. Yes. All right. Next topic up for discussion is Star Wars. So the new Star Wars anniversary and Her Universe pins arrived at Walt Disney World. The limited release Her Universe Ahsoka pins, Padme pins, Princess Leia pins, and Rey pins are $19.99. But wait, there's more. No, there's not. I'm just kidding. Yes, there is. These sets of identical pins can be torn apart by the perforated middle of the backing card. This way you can share the force with someone else. Ahsoka pin says Survivor on the side. Princess Leia's pin says Trailblazer on the side, and Rey says Independent. Empire Strikes Back 40th Anniversary. Holy cow. Chewbacca and C-3PO pin, Darth Vader pin, and Luke and Yoda pins are $17.99. The Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back, had its 40th anniversary in May. So it took a little while for these pins to arrive into the parks, which means it's going to almost be the 41st anniversary by the time some people get there. There are also limited-release Clone Wars mystery pins available for just $19.99. Each package has two randomly selected pins featuring characters from the Star Wars series, and there are 12 pins in all. These pins can be found at the Pin Trading Headquarters at Epcot. And now you're up to date on your Star Wars news. Next up is your Marvel news. Now, Marvel Studios has released a preview of WandaVision, it's the first Disney Plus original series from the studio during the Disney Park's magical Christmas celebration on Christmas Day. Marvel hasn't released the official trailer footage. You can Google it to see the trailer. 
WandaVision will be a new six-episode show that kicks off Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is a blend of classic television and the Marvel Cinematic Universe in which Wanda Maximoff and Vision, two superpowered beings living idealized suburban lives, begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. WandaVision premieres Friday, January 15th. And Joey let me watch a trailer of this the other day. It looks pretty cool, the way they've shot the this this series. Just the different perspectives and different eras that they've done, black and white. So you can see that. You can see that. It's out there. You might want to check it out. But it, yeah, it is a Disney Plus original, so that is where you can watch it. If you don't have Disney Plus, you want to get that. So we have a Polynesian construction update, and we actually rode the monorail past the Polynesian. So this is like visual for us while I'm trying to describe this for you. It will be a while before we can say hello to Disney's Polynesian by monorail because the monorail station is part of the resort's extensive refurbishment. And this week, the construction crews were stripping the structure boards one by one. And so when we went through it on Saturday, we saw there was no place to walk across to get in. They've like taken all those boards out and they're redoing them, I guess, you know, after a while boards rot out. Um, but they've been busy at work, but it doesn't look as amazing as the renderings yet. But obviously that's what we're hoping for. And we can't wait for the Polynesian to be up and running in full capacity with the nice new Moana theming and the possibility of eating at Ohana again would be an extra bonus. For sure. Next up, Gideon's Bakehouse opened at Disney Springs in Orlando, Florida. Gideon's has a bookstore exterior. They had a virtual queue for their soft opening on Wednesday, December 23rd, closing the door each time a guest was let in to keep the inside a mystery. They had to switch to a virtual queue because the standby line was wrapped around to Morimoto, Asia. And now Gideon's is known for their half pound cookies and their original peanut butter iced coffee. Gideon's has monthly cookie specials. Their cake flavors change daily, so you could come every day and try a different kind of cake. They also have a hot cookie hour nightly. Their cookies and cakes are made 100% from scratch. The cookies and cakes that they display take 24 hours to prepare and are sold on a first-come, first-served basis. Also, the bakehouse limits the sale to a six-cookie limit to give everyone a fair shot at experiencing their yummy desserts. As you walk into the creepy cookie store, you realize how small it is. It's really just a winding queue leading up to a bakery case and registers. But the walls are packed with so much cool artwork, it makes for a really interesting experience. Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting, but we actually watched this on a YouTube video it's just something you got to see. So if you want to know what it's going to look like and you're not going to be in Orlando anytime soon, I would encourage you to find a YouTube video on it. I don't know what I was picturing in my mind when they said it has like a bookstore feel. That's not what it looked like to me on the inside. It kind of looked like Haunted Mansion to me a little bit with those drawings on the walls and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of spooky, gothic kind of theming. So, it, but it's interesting at the same time. And those cookies look amazing. They did. Not my, not my favorite theming, but probably worth the wait for the cookie. Yeah, they were, uh, the bloggers that we were listening to ate a chocolate peanut butter cake. And I'm not real big on that normally, but it looked amazing. I would be willing to take a, a bite or two of that, I think. 
also the park hours have now been released March 7th through March 13th. Um, on Christmas Eve, they were released out, and the Magic Kingdom's hours will be 9 to 6 p.m. all that week, with park hopping allowed starting at 2 p.m. Epcot's hours will be 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. The Taste of Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival will be full in bloom that week. Disney's Hollywood Studios hours will be 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., and Disney's Animal Kingdom hours will be 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and hopefully there'll be enough dusk for guests to be able to enjoy some of that nighttime spectacular view of the Pandora because I think that's probably the saddest most sad thing for me is if the guests don't get to see what Pandora looks like at night yeah you got to see it at night it's really fantastic so everybody loves Mickey well shop Disney has a great deal going on for Mickey merch the Mickey Mouse expressions backpack is originally $29.99 but with any purchase, you can get this adorable backpack for $16 in your cart. But wait, there's more. There's also a Mickey Mouse license and credit card holder for $14.99. But call now and you can get a Mickey Mouse Grayscale Reversible Throw. Can be purchased for $29.99. A Mickey Mouse Grayscale Women's Jacket made with simulated silver leather is also available for purchase. And that is your daily infomercial for Mickey Merch. The 2021 Disney Merch is now available for purchase. T-shirts, 2021 ears, jackets, sweatshirts, keychains, and a lot more. Just because Christmas is over does not mean that we have to give up purchasing our Disney souvenirs. In fact, when we were in the store, Brad used his Christmas Disney gift card to purchase a 2021 royal blue t-shirt with Disney characters on it. The t-shirt has Mickey, Donald, the Epcot Orb, Cinderella's Castle, and the Tree of Life. All of the merchandise is in vibrant primary colors, red, blue, and yellow. And there's a little bit of a joke behind, I think, Brad buying the 2021. So when we came here in 2010, Brad bought a shirt and he still wears it, which is not a problem. It's just that it's been well worn. I don't know why it's one of his favorite ones, but it is. And it drives our daughter crazy. It is cringeworthy for my family at this point. It's just funny when you pick it out because we have so many Disney shirts to pick from and you put that one on no matter what. It's almost like we need to hide it from you. So it'll be interesting to see if this 2021 shirt is loved quite as much as that 2010 shirt. Probably not, but we'll see. So Big Thunder Mountain will be celebrating its 40th anniversary. So Disney has a gold magic band available. The name of the attraction on one side and the signature goat on the other. If you're a huge Big Thunder Mountain fan, you can get one of these for $29.99. And another new magic band is the Jungle Cruise Skippers. It's lime green with a gorilla on one side and two skippers on the other side. This one can be yours for just $24.99. The next magic band is the 2020 International Food and Wine Festival, Dooney and Burke Magic Band. It has a yellow background with Chef Mickey and Minnie and Minnie Foods on it. And this band can be purchased for $40. But wait, Vicky's going to tell you about more. But before I do, I'm going to talk about why is that band $40? Because it has Mickey and Minnie on it? I guess so. I mean, when it's the original characters, you're going to pay the bucks. I guess so. But it's not definitely, it's a nice band, but it's not my favorite that they've had out lately. 
so Dooney and Burke also released, if you remember, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, a whole line of tote bags and purses called Raining Cats and Raining Dogs. Well, guess what? They've released the magic band that goes along with those. So for $29, you can purchase the Raining Cats or the Raining Dogs magic band. The Raining Dogs is a light blue band and features Pongo, Nana, Yzma, just to name a few of the dogs that could be on there. There's tons. We could go on forever. And the Raining Cats band is black and is focused on the Disney cats, such as the Cheshire Cat, Marie, Figaro, and there's tons more of those as well. And back to Soul, if you're a Soul fan, after watching the new Pixar movie, Shop Disney has a two-pack of Soul masks now available. One mask features Mr. Mittens from the film, and the other showcases a design based on the Half Note Jazz Club. Get them together for $11.99 online. And now Loungefly also has a new Alien Remix backpack available at Hot Topic for just $44.99. And this backpack has the little green aliens from Toy Story, Carl from Up, Boo from Monsters, Inc., and Lotso from Toy Story 2 amongst the aliens. And it would not be a rumors and news show if we didn't share some Disney food with everybody. So the Boardwalk Bakery has a new cupcake called Strawberry and Champagne Cupcake. It's a vanilla cupcake and it's filled with strawberry and champagne filling with white buttercream frosting on top, Mickey ears, a 2021 decoration, crispy white pearls, and white chocolate shavings around the edge. It's pretty. I don't know what it tastes like. I didn't have it to eat. It sounds delicious. Well, we can get to the boardwalk because we don't have to go in a park to do that. We still have time if you would like to drive over there and get one. Although I cannot have that. (laughs) It's not on my diet. Um, Toy Story and Monsters University Jewelry is available at Walt Disney World. There's a Pizza Planet bracelet. It's silver plated and features the Pizza Planet rocket and a blue planet. Buzz and Woody bracelets. These bracelets can be for you and your best friend. Woody's red bracelet says, reach for the sky, and has a boot charm. Buzz's purple bracelet reads, to infinity and beyond, and has the Star Command logo as a charm. There's also a Monsters University ring that resembles a real-life class ring and has a blue stone set in the center and the Monsters University symbol around it. On one side of it, it has an OK for Uzma Kappa. And there's also a Monsters University hat necklace. The cap is silver-plated, but the MU on the front of it has blue lettering. All four of these new jewelry items can be purchased for $19.99 and come in a Pixar ball-colored packaging. So the packaging resembles all of the Pixar balls, and actually there is a Pixar ball on the cardboard that holds the jewelry in the box. So were you wanting a Disney Christmas mask? Well, on Monday, the holiday mask went on sale for 30% off. The signs in stores said that all holiday headwear, apparel, tabletop, plush, and toys are now 30% off. But when we checked with the cast member, the masks were also a part of this discount. What a deal. Now, I know Vicki is thinking, a sale at Disney World? I gotta go stock up. If I knew for sure I was wearing a mask next year, I may, but we don't know. We do not know. My hope is that we don't have to, 
but I think that we might still be wearing masks. I was going to say, I think that it's, you know, going to be like some of the other countries where it's going to be a new thing. It might be a way of life ongoing. Well, thank you, Brad, for joining me this week and help me bring the magical news. I hope you enjoyed Brad's banter as he pretended like he was a commercial salesman. But wait, there's more. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Instagram page, Vicki Black underscore Your Story Travel. Remember that Vicki is V-I-C-K-I-E. Be sure to listen to Friday's show as we talk to our friend Heidi about her November trip to Disney's Wilderness Campground. If you're interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort news, packing tips, shopping tips, history, and more, contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com and Gina will make sure you get a copy of that at the beginning of each month. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, Brad, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Just keep swimming. Have a magical new year, my friends. friends.